What's up everybody? This is the Betrayed, the Addicted, and the Expert. My name is Brandon and I am the Expert. And I'm Ashlyn and I was the Betrayed. And I'm Kobe, the Recovering Addict. What you're gonna get is three unique perspectives on recovery and tools for hope and healing. You know, if there's one thing that I think supports recovery, it's gratitude. And and the reason I say that is is addiction and being stuck in victim or in betrayal trauma is about resistance to what is. It's about fighting against what is. And gratitude is about acceptance of what is. It's about not just not just accepting it, but being grateful for it. And gratitude is also the opposite of shame. Shame says I'm not enough. When you when you're grateful for who you are and you're grateful for what you have, then um, you're not in that scarcity mentality. You're you're in a mentality of abundance and and enough. And so, just just to ask you guys, you know, as as you've cultivated this this gratitude in your recovery, how has that played a part in 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 your recovery individually and as a relationship? Me first. Mm-hmm. Um, well, first, I used to be pretty negative. Like I always say, I'm a neg- I'm a recovering negative person. I always, I'm a, yeah, I was a pessimist. I always saw mm-hmm. the glass half empty, and my life was hard. But yeah, I never was t- telling anyone, of course. Uh, but when I started focusing on today, for the little wins that we were having individually and as a couple, things started to change mm-hmm. because what you think is what you are. Right. And so when I stopped feeding myself that I wasn't enough and I just could look in the mirror and say, I'm awesome the way I am and I'm moving towards who, you know, potential of what I want to be. Right. Instead of, I'm not this, I'm not, ah, I wish I could be this. I I should, I should, I should. Right. But even, Ashlyn, what you're saying, moving toward the potential of what you want to be, um, what about... I'm grateful for who I am right, right now. now in this moment. Like looking in the mirror and saying, you know what? And this might sound really weird and stupid, but <laughs> you know what? I'm grateful for my nose. Like, look at it. It's beautiful. I, like, that's who I am. Not looking in the mirror and saying, oh my gosh, my nose is a little bit crooked. And if it were only a little bit different, then I'd be happy, right? But I'm grateful for my smile. I'm grateful for just, just, everything in my life right now and focusing there right and and not grateful for what i will become but grateful for who i am right now and i think that will that will lead being grateful for what you're now i for sure in my experience has led to being grateful for what i was in the process of becoming okay right and 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 so for me um there was always this and there was always this this thought of i am I'm a, I'm a wretch. Like that was like my, my narrative. And and what that looked like was, is I've, I've cheated on my wife twice. I've been a liar since I was seven. I've been super manipulative since at such a young age to, to be able to get what I want. And, and I've really lied to myself. And and I think subconsciously I knew what that, I I knew kind of like, I felt the measure of how, uh, of what I was like. And so because of that, I would resist any good owning any good. That, that, that came from me. And I, I played competitive soccer growing up. I played football in college. 
had a very successful career in the professional world. But okay. guess what? Like, I wasn't willing, because of my narrative in my head, I wasn't willing to really give, like, own those wins for me. But, but what I did start doing, even when I was in that place, is I was like, you know what? Like, I drive this 97 Maxima. A 1997 <laughs> Nissan Maxima, right? We call it the so hoopty. We call it the hoopty, affectionately known as the hoopty in our family. So where, where I, yeah, I like the that. hoopty, right? Okay. And what I began to do was every time I got in the car, I was like, and I knew the principle of gratitude was really important, but because I was in such a, a state where I was self-loathing, I was like, you know what? I'm really grateful for the hoopty. And maybe there was like a parallel <laughs> between this old hoopty and me because it, it looks horrible, but you know what? It ran like a champ. And I was like, man, I'm so thankful for the hoopty. Like I'd get in the car and be like, I love this car and I'm grateful for it. And I'm gonna drive it till the wheels roll off of it like a Fred Flintstone car, <laughs> like literally. So it started with that and then it, it kind of evolved you from weren't, there. You weren't hopping in saying, I wish I were in a Porsche. Totally. Or, right. I was like, this is a rad car. And, and this Nissan Maxima, this 97 would jumped our, our uh, Acura MDX with a dead battery like more times than I can even count. The newer car. Yeah, the newer yeah. car, exactly. <laughs> right. And, um, and, and so that kind of evolved from, from I'm grateful for this old, this old looking car because it runs like a champ. And, and then what it, what it began to, what gratitude spilled over into, okay, as soon as I really started like recovery, it's like, you know what, I'm really thankful for um, individual therapy. I'm really thankful for like specialized therapy because I didn't have that for so many years. Right. I'm really grateful for my group. Right. And I'm really grateful that I have access to it, th- th- like this little support system. And I'm really thankful that Ashlyn is 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 um as much as I've thrust this whole like cluster <laughs> onto Ashlyn, she's willing to like do the work too. And so I, I guess what, I was, what, I, what I'm saying is is gratitude for the resources that were available for to me. I began to be grateful for that more than I was. That was like the first step in gratitude for me. And then what came later is is loving who like parts of me. And, and, and that's kind of been like the evolution for me as the addict who was in a place of self-loathing. I was grateful for support until I became grateful for parts of me and progress that I, that I made. Because my addiction would definitely tell me I could not own any, or I couldn't be grateful for any progress that I was making. Okay, yeah. So that I mean, that's kind of like the inner workings of, okay. of gratitude that's, for me and how it evolved. That's an interesting point, is, is to stop and be grateful for the progress that you are making and uh-huh. the progress yeah. that you have made. And your shame is going to say, no, 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 don't own that progress. Totally. Don't be grateful for it. For sure. Yeah. So, okay, can I ask you guys some tough questions? Totally. Okay. Um, so I think it's easy to, to say, you know, I'm, I'm really grateful for ice cream. It tastes good. Totally. And it, it makes me happy. Mm-hmm. I'm grateful for Mickey Mouse. Like, he's happy. Really for sure. smile on my face. Right. But are, are you grateful for a rain cloud? Are you grateful for, you know, when you cut your finger that it hurts? Are you grateful for that pain? And uh, are, so, so my question for you, are you grateful for the addiction? Are you grateful, Ashlyn, for his two affairs? Right? Can, you, can you be grateful for those things? Is that possible? I, I'm going to let you answer <laughs> well, first. Well, I'll quote, someone wrote me um, and said, what we're doing is turning the really crappy into something that is happy and it and it really it's it's crazy and it sounds crazy and i would have never thought this in a million years like even two years ago i would be like nope never going to be thankful for that right but it has we would not be where we're at if we hadn't and i know that's so cliche to say like you have to go through that hard stuff to get to where you're awesome but 
it was hard for a long time. Right. And then now it's not like it's super easy, but it's just we're di- we're in a different place where we can see that yeah, I am grateful for who he is, and to see that like holy crap, you can do really really hard things that I had no idea he could do. Mm-hmm. And but without that struggle, without that those trials, that pain that you went through, mm-hmm. you might not have realized that, right? No, totally no. for yeah. sure. I never saw any of that. That I saw the other goodness in him. But none of what I see now. I think we begin to be grateful for like getting through it. But now that we're in the place where we are, and and, and all of a sudden we arrived in this place. It's not like, okay, like five more feet and we're there. Mm-hmm. But we just arrived and we just realized, oh, we're at this place. And I can say too that like had it not been for 31 years of addiction and two affairs and all this struggle that I would never be in this place. So I, I, am, I am grateful. Do I wish that I could have... Um, stayed the pain and anguish that Ashlyn experienced? Yeah, for sure. But I know right. in that, she's grown because it compelled us both to grow in ways that I would never... So, so honestly, like being proud of who I am only came because of the struggle. Okay, but... So I'm really grateful. But I want to say like, okay, here you guys are on the other end of it, uh-huh. right? And what about, you know, the woman who's listening right now who just found out about her husband's addiction? Mm-hmm. And uh, she's in pain. She's in trauma. She's hurting. Can she be grateful right now? Not for that. that. (laughs) No. And if you say yes, I'm going to disagree. But um, no. And it's finding the good that is there. Um, It's one of those things where you think your story is so crap. Like it hurts so bad. And then you hear someone else's and you're like, oh. There is some good in my life. Okay, yeah. So, like, literally, we got a I, I, we got a Facebook message from a woman yesterday who said, I just found out, like, two days ago of an affair that my husband just had. And, she, and, and, and she's like, I am beyond devastated. Like, I, I don't even know where to begin. Yeah. And, and so, in that state, I mean, is it possible? Yes. But what's probably the louder voice in her head is the betrayal trauma. It's the hurt. So, so, so I guess what I would su- what I would suggest to those to the people to the guy who's just been found out, right? Right. To the guy who who's just caught, right? Or the or, or the or the woman who was just found out that she's betrayed is to say, okay, this really sucks bad, and you might be in the darkest of dark places where you might not even want to live. But what you can be thankful for, what you can be grateful for, to open the window of gratitude is, okay, what's actually working right now in my life? Right. I might be healthy. I might have kids who are sleeping at night. There's something. I might have yeah. food on the table. There's always something. Yep. I really believe and, that. And that's a, place, that's a place to start. Or you've got supportive people or resources that are available to you to face this because you might not know where to begin and you don't have to, but you can be grateful for people who who can show you this is the path that we're going to take. Right, right. You know, I, I'm i glad you said that, Ashlyn, because I, I made the mistake once of I started a new women's group, and I had like seven women in there. And within the first 20 minutes of the first group, I said, you know, one day you could be very grateful for for his addiction. And, and for like... Yeah, they like <laughs> wanted to kill me. Because... Because what what they needed right then was was validation in their pain and mm-hmm. in their hurt and just 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 to feel the sadness that they're feeling, not somebody telling them be grateful for what you're I feeling guess. right now, right? It doesn't take away the truth that that one day they can feel grateful and they can be grateful, right? 
So I want to come, you, you said something, Ashlyn, about comparison. And we're taught often that, and this is switching gears a little bit, but we're taught that comparing yourself to other people is a bad thing. You're not supposed to do that. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to gratitude, it can actually be really helpful and really good. And, and it's kind of, it, it's backwards. But there's always somebody worse off than you. <laughs> That's totally. true. There totally. always is. Totally. And, and which means there's always something to be grateful for. Yeah, I'm right. grateful that I don't have their issues or their problems. Or and, just and frankly, seeing the good that's in your own life. That, that, but that, but see, that could, that can that's where it can lead to. I think. But I've met people, and not just as far as like addiction is concerned, but just just different places in life. It's like, man, I, I I'm gonna stop and pause because I don't have their situation. I don't have their situation. I don't have their situation. So at least in that way, I've got a little bubble here of gratitude that I can sit in and be okay with. Absolutely. As much as my yeah. stuff sucks and it's painful and, it, and it's hard. I don't have theirs, so I, I think that's a super good point, honestly. Yeah, and, and, and you know what? Even like the worst of the worst, um, they can stop and, and find gratitude for something. You know, I think of, I, I come back to, to Viktor Frankl a <laughs> lot, and you know, he was tortured and stuck in a concentration camp, and he moved forward, and he, he had gratitude for where he was at, and he created something while he was in there. Yeah. It was amazing. Um, but he, you know, he didn't let his circumstance um, ruin his attitude and his ability to accept what was and be grateful for it. Yeah. So, so somebody was saying last night about Victor, the he was grateful that he had to rewrite his whole like, yeah, his life's work basically. He developed he a new type of therapy in the concentration right. camp. Right. Right. So yeah. you could look at it in a very different way, but it's right. a great example. So. Right. I, I just think gratitude is everything when it comes to recovery. And, and I was, I was uh, running another women's group, and we were about 10 months in, and this, we were talking about gratitude. It was like the week of Thanksgiving or something, so <laughs> oh, I was giving this little, little thing on gratitude. And, and, uh, and I said something like, look, you can, you can find gratitude in anything. And she said, well, you're telling me I'm supposed to find gratitude, and my husband's cheated on me. And this is happening in my life, and that is, and um, and and I had a lot of rapport with her, and I've worked with her a long time, and and she wants to stay stuck as a victim. Yeah. And uh, and I just said, look, you don't have to, you don't need to find gratitude in your life, but that's your choice. You can create that in your life if you want to, mm -hmm. or you can choose to to look at the glass half empty, and be miserable and be resistant to what is, right. But we all, all of us, every one of us has the ability to stop and be grateful for something, right? For right. sure. And, and I think identifying for me, identifying what my obstacles were or the, the typical mental obstacles for being grateful, I think was, was a really important thing. Not only for me, like when things are really hard. So I think that's, that's worth mentioning. So for me, it was like, um, if I wasn't perfect and I was failing, that was an obstacle. Like I can't be grateful for it unless it's perfect. Mm -hmm. and, and I think that's, that's, a, that's a complete lie. And total rubbish and that's what kept me out of being grateful for like little bitty incremental steps of, of progress for which I could be grateful. So give an example. So for instance um, like like um, when I first for instance like when I first went to 12 step back in 2006 I started going to 12 step and I showed up with my book and I ha I showed up on week one and I and I didn't do any of the work right and I think our, our listeners will know that I didn't do any of the work at least in, the, in that first attempt but 
it, it was something to be grateful for because I was willing to go, even though I was checking boxes, it was like, there's going to be some good that's going to come out of this in some way. So what that did do is it gave me longer seasons of sobriety, but I was no more skilled. So even in that small little instance of, of resistance, um, looking back, I could be grateful for the fact that I was actually willing to go where in years past I would have never been right. willing to go. Right. And I actually went there. I, I met someone who was went to church with, and I was like, oh, my gosh, like, I can't believe this. And I saw someone that I knew. This is horrible. But that also turned out to be something to be grateful for because it was like, hey, look, I'm not, you know, alone. I, I'm not alone. Right. Someone else struggles. So that's also something to be grateful for. You, you know, I my last office, I had a, a big window, and um, I, I got to work one day, and it was like, end of February mm-hmm. and there was these dark clouds coming through mm-hmm. and I looked at it and I just thought gosh like I hate the clouds you know <laughs> I hate the darkness the winter the and it started raining and I, and I kind of thought you know what? I'm grateful for the rain I like it's beautiful it's yeah. nice I like the rain and then uh, the clouds started moving and the clouds were really beautiful mm-hmm. and uh, they, they cleared out and then the clouds were kind of spotty and anyways I can go on about what I saw that day yeah and it, but it was it was God's creation and it was beautiful mm-hmm. and instead of focusing on how gray it was and how nasty it was totally. I saw beauty in it and and I think I think we can see that in anything right. so. sure so I feel like um, if we can if you choose to use this for good and find gratitude in your life it's taking up the first step, which for me, and I know for Kobe, is like, okay, right now, get out a piece of paper and write 10 things down mm-hmm. that you can be grateful for. Totally. And it can have to do with anything in life. Hey, I accomplished this doing the dishes today, and I haven't done them in a week. Like, good mm-hmm. for me. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. You know, I've, he- I've heard of things like have a gratitude journal at the yeah. door where as you walk in, you got to write one thing down that you're grateful for. Mm, right. That's good. Or anchor gratitude to your steering wheel. So like when you grab your steering wheel, it's like, okay, I got to think something that I'm grateful for. Mm-hmm. You know, but just having r- mindfulness bells, mindfulness reminders throughout the day of like Routine. gratitude. Yeah. 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 Like what am what do I accept? What am I grateful for? Um, I would also say to that as far as a little strategy that's helped is with, with our girls, um, we whenever it rains and I, and I I love the weather I love like the clouds you're talking about like I love winter I love fall I love spring because of the clouds and the rain and the elements and so forth but the the theme is is okay girls when it rains when the cloud comes in what why do we have it what what's its purpose and do you remember what does the rain do you can finish okay it, it's its purpose is is it's it's from God and it's meant to to wash the earth and to make things grow and make things vibrant again. And and after, after I mean, it, it, like, the, the colors are no more vibrant than after a rainstorm. Right. The greens and the flowers and the and sky. the smells, too. The smells, right? Yeah. It, so so my point is is that we've, we, we've made a habit of taking, of identifying uh, what might look like a crap situation of, like, rain coming in, clouds and overcast and, you know, no sunshine. And as a family, it's like, okay, here's rain, here are clouds. But what's the purpose? Right. And so if you give... If you if you have like a theme or like a mantra to say when it rains that's cool because it washes the earth and it's gonna make things grow then you can apply that same principle to other things where there's struggle. I like what you're saying. You're saying find purpose. In, totally. In what is so you, every time you see rain, okay, what's that good for? Okay, right. it's for this. Every time there is, um, you know, that can be applied to anything. Anytime there's a mess, guess what? That's an opportunity for us to create order again. Every time you feel boredom, 
every time you feel stress, like mm-hmm. you can look at that and find purpose in it. Totally. Mm-hmm. So, so, so having a mind to see the silver lining, having a mind to see, okay, what's the situation? How can I turn it and, 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 and find gratitude in it for what, for what the right. opposite of this can be? I think can be a, a, a way of a living. Also, can create mindfulness, which is so. So we're saying stop and just be mindful mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. be aware of what is. Two, find purpose in what is. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but and, and I think the one thing about that that helps us as a family is it's it's like a family thing now, for clouds, <laughs> not necessarily like dirty dishes, like a sink full of dishes or whatever, or or you know clothes on the floor. But it's but that's one thing where the family's involved in saying. Let's see the good in this. Right. Let's be grateful for what we think is, is not going to be a fun situation. Right. So So are you the, the family that leaves Disneyland when it rains, or are you the ones that stick it out? Totally, right? Uh, if it rains at the beach, are you going to run oh, and hide? Awesome or are you going to sit there rains at Disneyland? I know, right? Because yeah. <laughs> everybody leaves, and then you get to go totally. get on all the rides. Totally. And so now, yeah. like in, in August, when monsoons come in into town, and it rains hard, every year it's done this. What do our girls do? They run outside and they play in their swimsuits. Totally. Like, yeah. and we say, go out in it, be in it, right. enjoy it. And, um, yeah. anyway, so, so Is, well, isn't there an analogy sounds... of life right there? You know, what, what, like it's going to come, the rain's going to come down mm-hmm. just to everyone, put your swimsuit on and go run around. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> you know, and, and that's, that's hard to do in some situations, but, but if you can, if you can put that to work and find a way to do it yourself in whatever way fits your 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 circumstance, your life, your situation. Um, there could be a lot of good that can come from it. Oh, totally. Yeah. We attract more. So if we're feeling gratitude, guess what's gonna come? Yep. More good. Totally. Yep. Awesome. Just believe it. So that's it. Well, guys, thanks for joining us. Thanks for being a part of this. Um, if you liked what you heard, please share it. Also, leave us a review. We love to have that. Um, we are grateful for you. Yeah. Oh my gosh. We yes. <laughs> We're super grateful for you. And uh, grateful for your courage to be here and also to your great reviews because this is something that is really going to help people out. So, And we're enjoying it. We're learning along with yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> we really are. This is, this is a big deal. So thanks for being here with us, and we'll see you again. All right, see ya.